Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show sponsored by our good friends at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports, domestics, microbrews, best selection of beer anywhere. Lightning coolers, water, soft drink snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. Six great flavors of slushies. And the pickle bar, led by the barrels and the dills. Indeed, let's hear it now in New Berlin. Second to none. All at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury. The beverage supermarket. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia, Routes 11 and 15, Hummels Wharf. And online at sunburymotors.com. All right. The Red Sox lead the Yankees 4-3, bottom of the sixth. Disturbing uh, picture this morning on my phone. Of, I mean, you want your children to grow up to be responsible citizens in life. Dressing them up in Yankee garb? That, that's bringing him to the seventh circle of you-know-what. All right. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, Tiger is really struggling today. He is really struggling. Uh, it's just, I mean, right now, this is a day where you need to hang in. And we. this is not something that is new. We pointed it out to everybody. This is a... Hang in, and the field is going to be extremely bunched because of it. And it's happening right now. Charles Schwartzel is the leader, and I think he'll be the leader when this thing is over with today. He's three under par. He's tied with Sun J.M. at three under, and Danny Willett. Um, uh, so M and Schwartzel are each at three under. They're done. Uh, Schwartzel went out early today and shot 69. How he did it, you know, but the wind right now is kicked up. Willett's at three under, but he's playing the eighth hole. Harold Varner just finished at two under. He's doing well. Dustin Johnson's playing 18 at two under. Cameron Smith, two under through five, but he's lost two shots already early. Joaquin Neiman's two under. Hideki Matsuyama, though, the defending champions at two under. He's picked up two shots already today. He's done well. Uh, Morikawa's one under, playing 18. Will Zalatoris is one under. And your guy, Tiger, is now playing the sixth hole and is at three over par for the tournament, four under today. The problem is you are rejoicing. Bingo! Hey, I mean, for some reason, there's just there's a level of hate in you that just 
the Tiger that I thought was going to play has come back down to earth today. That's all I'm going to say. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with, the, like, this guy is he's sore as heck, and the wind can't score. Can't score. Yeah. I mean, you don't know what he's going through. It's he. Funny, I mean, I brought your name up. He was very positive. <laughs> very, very positive. Well, that's awfully nice of him. I'm just telling you, he's just he's, when it comes to you, he's he's positive as heck. You know, it's like, I don't understand. He's positive about you, and you are negative as all get out when it comes to the guy, and he likes you a lot. No. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't. <laughs> he might not like you at all. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think that's probably the latter. I don't think he knows you exist. Also true. I think it's probably more the reality. Does not know you exist. And I don't care if he does. Boy, how about this one? Grambling State volleyball coach, Chelsea Lucas, cut the entire 19-player roster. <laughs> cut them all. F-O-U-L-E-D, that spells foul. Told each player individually that their scholarship would not be renewed because they didn't perform to her standard over the three practices she held this semester. Really? That is Marisa Harris. For Marisa Harris, a Grambling State junior, said three practices were not enough to show her schools. I didn't really get any time to show what I could do, Harris told KSLA. When I was in there, she told me my heart... When I was in there and she told me my heart completely broke, of course I didn't cry in there. But I did when I left, and it just hurts really bad. The fact that it was just taken away from me so fast. The timing of Lucas's decision left the outgoing program, uh, players only four months to find a new program. Grambling State Athletic Director Travion Scott defended the move by pointing to the transfer portal. Just as the transfer portal empowers student-athletes, Scott said in a statement, our coaches are also empowered to make decisions they deem necessary to advance their programs. Grambling State Athletic Communications Director Brian Howard, who has now a very tough job, also supported Lucas's decision, despite saying he was unaware it was coming. He explained it makes sense from a numbers perspective because 14 or 15 quality players may be joining the team soon, leaving little room for returners. He didn't exactly sugarcoat that measure, though. I hate to say out with the old... But in with the new a little bit, Howard said, obviously we don't want them to be out or lose their scholarships or whatever that might be or whatever that might look like. At the, at the end of the day, Coach Lucas has a goal, has a vision. We have a goal as an institution and a vision as well to win, and that's first and foremost. You're Grambling State. What? <laughs> If winning is Grambling State's goal, Lucas potentially has a career-defining decision 
uh, that shows it's willing to do so at any cost. That's unbelievable. How often have you said, heard me say that when a coach takes over a program, the second you walk into that room, those are your players. Those are your players. Exactly. And she, and she walked in there and said, no, you're not. Really? Now, I'm not saying that there weren't some players that were, you know, just flat out not good enough. But if you're cutting 19, I'm telling you right now, not all 19 were on scholarship. You can't. I mean, you know, unless you've got, like, everybody on, like, quarters and whatever, there's only so many you can have on scholarship in women's volleyball. So 19 were let go. They were not on full scholarship and that's you know, it, it's it's not as if they had 19 scholarship players you have a limit of 12 in division one Now, maybe you had several on partials or whatever, but it has to add up to 12. That's what you get. So there you go. You get 12. Division 2, by the way, is 8. But Division 1 is 12. Grambling State is Division 1. They're one of the 334 programs in the country that is Division 1. Got tossed. I feel awful for them as Matt rejoices in the tough round Tiger Woods is having. Now, those girls I feel awful for because they were at the they were at the they were at the mercy of reckless recklessness and stupidity. Yeah, but, yeah, but you may you may have looked at a Grambling State volleyball tape go, they stink, get rid of them. I'm from Philly. <laughs> I'm sure there, if you were to cut 19 players, I think the more the problems you than the players. She's the new coach. Uh, maybe maybe they made the wrong hire. Maybe she needs to go too, and really start Sounds from scratch she's again. Getting, she's getting all the backing in the world. Getting, I mean, down there, there. Oh, another is they tell me that's a test. I believe so. Hopefully. Okay. Uh, do we have Ted Emmerich today, uh, the suit's uh, cousin? Yes, he is fully stocked and ready to roll. <laughs> the suit's sending me all sorts of pictures of what he's trying to fix. <laughs> like, Yeah, that was ugly a, a couple bunch, of days ago. <laughs> a bunch of wires all over the place. And they're like, going, okay, I know I couldn't do that. You know, I give him credit. I couldn't do that. Oh, by the way, did you see your guy Jokic? 
Oh, my goodness. Your guy Jokic made big news yesterday. Did you see this? I did not, actually. I mean, you're talking about Will Chamberlain and Embiid. Jokic just did something nobody in the history of the NBA has ever done. Do you know what he did? No. That bum, to use your words, bum, became the first player in the history of the NBA to have 2,000 points, 1,000 rebounds, and 500 assists in the same season. Oh, my goodness. How Who could possibly vote for somebody like that? Yeah, congratulations. He's still not the MVP. I tell you right now, your guy's in some trouble right now. Your guy has not played well down the stretch. I mean, I'm talking about as a team. They have not played great as a team down the stretch. He might not win it. And then you could call all the voters dopes. Might be heading that direction. But no, the, the Sixers, I, I've had it up to here with them, honestly. I, I, well, I, literally, to, I can literally see them losing in the first round. I really do. We are, we are going to talk to Matt Leon in a few moments. Now, not every Sixer can play in the first round if it's Toronto. Matisse Bible will be out when, he, when they play in Toronto. Yeah, it's, it's uh, and Aaron Judge. They offered him over two hundred million. He said no. He's thirty years old. They offered him over two hundred million. He said no. He said I want Ted Emmerich money. We'll come back with more in a moment. Brought to you by Brewers Outlet and News Radio ten seventy WKOK. I think it's growing. Um, obviously, it's nowhere where it will be, um, you know, this far into camp. Um, but I think it's growing. Um, you know, I think he's done a really good job in meetings. He's got a presence to him. Um, I like how he views the game of football uh, and how he leads. Um, you know, I think the tweaks that we've made on defense, I think, are going to be really beneficial to us. Uh, I know the coaches and the players like it. Um, but it's been good. But, you know, obviously there's still a lot of work to do on the defensive side of the ball, and there's still a lot of work to do. And there's still a lot of time uh, between now and, and Purdue. Uh, I will say this. Manny Diaz, that's what he's talking about on Wednesday. He talked about this. They are aggressive. And if you're playing linebacker for him, you love it. They're, they are very much a downhill linebacking group. Elsden, uh, Curtis Jacobs, Kobe King, uh, you know Charlie Catcher gets in there. Then you know then they've got obviously Jonathan uh, Sutherland's out in the uh, in the open area, but they're very much a downhill linebacking group. Dominic Deluca, very good at playing in that downhill linebacking spot. They're deep at safety. They're deep at corner. They're too deep at linebacker. They are deep at defensive tackle. And when Deny Dennis Sutton gets here, they're going to be, I think, deep enough at defensive end. Now, they're still doing some installation on a couple things. They do installation almost every day on something. And that's, uh, you know, you have to keep that in mind. They're still doing installation. Because it's the spring. You can do that. The Eagles 
have signed an Olympic hurdler, former Oregon wide receiver Devon Allen, to a three-year contract. He hasn't played football in six years. Matt termed this a a turning point for Eagles football. No. Get the lingerie on the deck. Call the janitor. Cool. Prove it in training camp. Boy, a lot of hate. I can't wait till we get to your headlines in the last half hour. They're all going to be laced with hate. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's whatever. It's it's kind of intriguing, but yeah, exactly right. No, he hasn't played like, it six years. Look, <laughs> this goes back. This goes back to what I said before about you know, like why would you remember like Tim Tebow? Why would you invite him to campus? He's got ninety guys. I said, you know, guess what? Uh, of the ninety guys. Uh, a little bit more than a third of them are going to get cut. But you find out whether you got something or not. That's just, that's what with Allen. You're going to find out whether you have anything. Nothing wrong with that. Give it a shot. You never know. Matt Leon, next half hour. We'll talk about the Phillies and about the Sixers. Matt, who's been bullish on the Sixers for months, now down. Stock down on the Matt Catrillo meter. Way down. I'm just I'm just I'm just concerned. You're down on the Sixers. You're down on Tiger. But Tiger's down today, so you're now happy. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. And we're brought to you today by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Well, I'll tell you, the way things have gone for Matt this week, he needs Brewer's Outlet more than ever. <laughs> I'll definitely need it for the first Sixers playoff series because that's probably going to be the only playoff series. Oh, you're just so negative. Oh. Wait, are you this negative at home? <laughs> Depends on the day. Nah, Depends I'm on actually, the day. <laughs> nah, I'm, no, I'm usually pretty more uh, po- more on the positive side of things at home. You better be. <laughs> Come on. I got three words for you. Get yourself together. <laughs> Come on. I'm concerned. You got more to give, Steve Jones. <laughs> and I'm trying to give wisdom to this guy. Come on, John. That was you more directed John, at me. Gotta, John. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to give him it's at least some something to, to be uplifting. I'm trying here. All right. Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet. Reagan Street and Sunbury, the beverage supermarket, imports, domestics, micro-brews. The best selection of beer anywhere. 
Wine coolers, water, soft drink snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. Six great flavors of slushies. And the pickle bar, led by the barrels and the dills. Indeed, second to none. All at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury. The Beverage Supermarket. We're in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Key Routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf online at sunburymotors.com. We're going to talk about the Sixers at this hour, not beloved by Matt, but we'll still do the segment anyway. The reason we'll do this is that I think in the end it sort of tortures Matt. No? No. <laughs> We're actually getting kind of that point now, unfortunately. And who told you this a month ago? No comment. Who told you? Who who, who told you that? <laughs> let it breathe. Let's see how it plays out. It's not a sure thing. Did somebody mention that? I didn't think it was going to be this bad. In my defense, but I hear you. Just I mean, did somebody bring it up? Yes. Okay. Let's uh, turn our attention to Matt Leon. Sir, welcome. Always a pleasure. Good to be with you. All right. Opening day for the Phillies. I- I've got to get to the offense. Uh, I look at that lineup. I-, I see seven spots in that lineup right away. I go, wow. I mean, because the addition of Castellanos and Schwarber, uh, because of the presence of the DH, I felt they could side both of them. What did you think? Yeah, no, I, uh, they're going to score runs. Uh, and they're going to score runs in bunches. They're going to hit a ton of home runs. Uh, to your point of the, the lineup is so long, uh, the one negative, Mickey Moniak, the former number one pick, yeah. who finally seemed to uh, be coming into his own, uh, gets hit on the last at bat, his last at bat of the spring, and he'll be out for four to six weeks. Uh but aside from that, there's a lot. To, this is the most excited I think people have been for the Phillies in a long time. It should be a lot of fun. I think they'll never be out of a game. Uh, and it's the first time there's been genuine energy heading into a season uh, for the Phillies for a, a long time. I feel awful from I don't know Moniak at all because he didn't play at Williamsport. All right, so I don't know him at all. I feel awful for him. I mean, the kid finally, quote, gets there. Yeah. After a real roller coaster in the minor leagues, and then this happens. Yeah, and you just hope that, you know, it's easier said than done that he can pick up where he left off. But, uh, you know, uh, it's only a month. It's not like the entire season. And uh, it really seemed like his. In spring training, it wasn't just the numbers. You know, he was not getting a lot of pop-ups that fell in or ground balls that found eyes. I mean, he was barreling up mm-hmm. ball after ball. So you you hope that that can continue when he gets healthy. Uh, and if he does, you're just adding another bat to that lineup. Aaron Nola didn't have the greatest spring training, but by default he's the starting pitcher today. Uh, in part because Aaron Wheeler, you know, that's obviously a problem. How do you look at the rotation, you know, that the uh, the Phillies have to at least get the season going? I think once Wheeler hits his stride, you've got an elite pitcher there. Nola 
tantalizing because you've seen him pitch uh, like a high-end starter, and then you have seen him pitch as a very mediocre journeyman. You know, uh, he has a nagging ability to give up a lot of hard-hit balls with two strikes. Um, he has not been consistent the last uh, couple of years, but the talent is there, and I think if they can get him uh, consistent, and the thing with the way they're going to score runs, these guys aren't going to have to be great. Uh, they just need to, you know, give a professional outing every five days, and uh, they should be in pretty good shape. Past that, you got Zach Eflin, who can be really good, mm-hmm. uh, has also struggled with injuries uh, a lot during his career. Uh, and kind of the, one of the wild cards for me is Ranger Suarez, yeah. who was dominant last year, kind of out of nowhere. Uh, and I think a lot of people are just kind of holding their breath, waiting to see, you know, is this – can he pitch somewhere close to this level that we can really count on it uh, when you're kind of taking stock of where the franchise is? Uh, and if they can, that, that's really big. But he was really, really good last year. And if he can come anywhere close to that this year, uh, that's going to be really important. Something that's going to be uh, – look, let's be straight. Guys that pitch innings six through eight, that's the wild card in all of baseball. Every single team, I don't care who you are, is sitting there going, I hope they're good. I hope they're good. And then if you get career years out of some guys, you end up making the postseason. I'm sorry, that's a 30 for 30 across the board. All 30 teams have that issue. So oh, absolutely, and you know, and that's what people don't realize. Like, oh yeah, the Phillies bullpen's bad. Everybody's is unless you get lucky, and the Phillies have not been lucky in that regard. Yeah, and they've tried to address it. I mean, they've brought people in, and it just hasn't worked. But to your point, there is nothing more unstable than bullpens across baseball. Guys can be dominant one year, and then the next year, you know, same stuff, not injured, facing basically the same batters, and the ERA goes from one and a half to five. You see it all over the place. Um, And... A lot of it, you just got to kind of figure law of averages. It's got to start to to swing back a little bit in the the Phil's favor. Um, but yeah, I every team seems to have this issue. They all uh, do. If you if you can find one or two guys that you can count on for multiple years uh, in the the back end of a bullpen, you're in a really really good spot because it is tough and uh, it does. You know, one year a team's bullpen is locked down. They bring that same bullpen back to next year, and all of a sudden it's a problem. And by the All Star break, two of those guys are in the minors are looking for work. Exactly. And that's everybody. Matt, that's everybody. That's what the the analytics thing cracks me up. Because the reason it cracks me up is quite simple. Take the starting pitcher out. He's better than the guys you're bringing in. Yeah. (laughs) There's a reason he's starting. All right. So. So that when we get to the Phillies bullpen, who are they hoping steps up? Oh, that's a good question, isn't it? Um, I try to ask good ones. <laughs> the uh, you know Hector Neris was a guy that they could count on. He's in Houston now. Yep. Um, so when you're looking, Connor Brogdon. Had his moments. Yeah. Here's a here's a wild card for you, uh, Sir Anthony Dominguez, mm-hmm. who a few.
few years ago was really, really good, got hurt, and he's been out for a couple of years. Uh, but he threw the ball well in the spring, and he is a guy that if he is healthy and throwing the ball well, he is the type of guy, he might not be a closer that you bring into the ninth inning, but he's your closer by you bring him in in the highest leverage situation in the game. Right. And if that's two outs in the seventh inning, that's when he comes in. Uh, so he's a guy you'll wait and see. Uh, they've got some other veterans in there, and it'll – It'll shake out, but Dominguez is a guy I would keep my eye on. If you and you kind of cross your fingers, and if he can be really good, that changes a lot of things. And one of the reasons why the bullpen's been so bad the last few years is he hasn't been there. Sixers have been good since the Harden trade, but they haven't been great. Why? It's a good question. Um, I think there's a little bit of get to the postseason, the regular season doesn't this group's uh, you know, bread is going to be buttered in the postseason uh, I think there's still an adjustment to, to working Harden in uh, Harden hasn't been great the last couple weeks, uh, last five games, last six games I think, he's shooting only 32%, still distributing still, you know, getting guys involved, but not the James Harden uh, that you would hope. I mean, last you know, last game against Toronto, they don't have Matisse Thybul because apparently he's unvaccinated, couldn't play in Toronto, uh, and that could be a big problem if they play Toronto in the playoffs. Because right now, uh, that's who they play. Yeah. Um, so I think there's a lot of things at work. I think uh, at the top of the list, I would just kind of put the get to the postseason and see what happens. Um, I'll still take my chances, despite the fact that they haven't taken it to that next level with uh, with Embiid, Harden, and Maxi. It's just interesting. You just look. It, there's always an adjustment period, but to be honest with you, they haven't been. I mean, they played Milwaukee. They played a game with Miami. Down the stretch, they played a lot of, for the most part, nondescript teams. And yeah. They're just kind of like going along. And that's kind of been a thing with this team, too. Um, so, I, like I said, I think I, I want to see them in the, in the playoffs. Now, sure. Toronto will be a difficult, difficult series uh, in the first round, and I think it's a series they would win, but it would take a lot out of them. Uh, but we'll see. I, the bench is going to be their downfall eventually, mm-hmm. whenever they fall short, if they fall short. Uh, it will be just because when Joel Embiid's not on the floor, it is amazing how quickly things go south. You know, a 15-point lead suddenly becomes a four-point lead, and he's only been out for 97 seconds. Like, uh, and they need to find, try to find a way to figure out how to just mitigate those minutes, not even win them, but just not lose them by a ratio of eight to one or whatever it is. Uh, so we'll see. Um, We'll see. I, I'm not as optimistic, but I'm also not ready to uh, jump off the train. With oh the no, 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 no! I mean, look, hey, they, they've got they've got so much talent. Yeah, it comes together. You know, then it comes together, especially when you've got a guy that I mean, Embiid's a special talent for goodness sakes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think a lot of people think he will win the MVP. 
Uh, although it was interesting, I see a couple of guys put their votes out, and he didn't get their votes. It's <laughs> like one guy said it was Jokic uh, on his ballot. He had Embiid third, as a matter of fact, uh, which was was interesting. But Jokic is the first ever two thousand point, one thousand rebound, five hundred assist guy in the history of the league. So it's it's not exactly he picked a bum. <laughs> yeah, I just uh, Embiid seemed to lose. It's one of those things where all of a sudden. And you see this a lot of times with awards where all of a sudden kind of the, the the vibe changes in a race. And I think I saw something where when every, when that switch to Jokic happened, you know, Embiid was at the same. It wasn't like Embiid had two bad games. Right. And all of a sudden he was at the same. It was just kind of all of a sudden everything switched. And now the narrative has kind of – gotten away from him through no fault of his own and there's nothing he can do about it because it's kind of taken on a life of its own right uh but i mean i'm biased he does stuff on the basketball court that people have taken for granted that is just absurd yes uh and i think i i think one of the things you can say why is he the mvp because the sixers are minus 17 when he's out of the game for the eight minutes he's out of the game exactly you know in a game they win by 12 so you know do the math um but you know we'll see but i i I don't know he's just he's so special and it's not just the talent it's the way he gets the city it's the way he gets the fans it's the the person out the genuine personality that people just gravitate to um he's just fun and i'm glad he's in philadelphia and i hope he's here his whole career well we hope you're on the show for a long time to come thank you so much as always my friend have a great weekend you too take care Hmm. when car repairs get difficult well i just don't know um me neither we get good sunbury motors more than quality new and used cars sunbury motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis they can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open monday through friday seven till four and sunbury motors has made simple repairs easy maintaining your vehicle is necessary finding the time to do it is difficult welcome to sunbury motors quick lane open seven till four monday through friday just walk in or call ahead relax in their remodeled waiting room with wi-fi beverages and snacks will sunbury motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections. Quick Lane, 6.30 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 6.30 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury. And Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the... Mm. Out of auto repair. Trickle down the slope, it'll gather pace. It'll give everyone a bit of a thrill. Do we like the look of this? He's thinking right here. Yes. Welcome back. Great to have you with us. Actually on the phone with Will Team and the voice of Michigan State basketball during that. 
during the break there, so I apologize for getting back late. Um, I, I said, I said, what do you think of Embiid? He goes, oh, Jokic is the MVP. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding you. It never came. No, God! No, God! No, God! It it never came up. By the way, Tiger is chipping for eagle on eight. How about that? Huh? Huh? Tiger chipping eagle eight? Huh? Come on. Any excitement on your part? No. And he rolls it up. Just he's gonna get he's gonna get a birdie out of it. He's going to get a shot back. Huh? Huh? He's still got a long way to go. All he has to do is make the cut. That's all he has to do. Makes the cut. Right now, you have several CBS executives, right, that have found religion. (laughs) The fact that he even got to near the green in two on eight, pretty impressive. So he will uh, tap in for birdie. He will get himself to two under, two over par for the tournament. Right. Much to your chagrin. He the only, oh, he hit a great shot. Oh, no. He, he, you get mad about stuff. Boy. I'm not mad right now. DJ LeMahieu just tied the game. Oh, that's good. Good for him. He's a good player. He's a good player. Good hitter. I always thought that was one of the great acquisitions the Yankees ever made was getting him. I always thought of Colorado. He was just one of those guys that always seemed to get hits, you know? Uh, not a great defensive player because he mostly played second base when he was with Colorado. But always thought he was a good hitter. He's been really good for the Yankees. Really good for the Yankees. So there you go. And, again, we're at the point of the game for both teams. Where it's survival time. Like I said to Matt, every single Matt Leon, every single um, um, team in baseball, all of them have no bullpen. I mean, I'm talking about like six through eight. They're all rolling the dice that some guys can have some career years. I mean, that's, that's, you know, like the Red Sox are pitching Matt Strom right now. Matt Strom, he's the pitcher? Really? I mean, like everybody's like that right now, Matt. Every single one of them's like that. Oh, you're definitely seeing it. Absolutely. No, but I'm talking every team in baseball is yep. like that. And it's really going to be evident in the first month of the season beyond words for this reason. People are not stretched out where they can pitch seven or eight innings. Like a Garrett Cole today, what did he go, four? That was it, through yep. 68 pitches. Yes, he had a 75 pitch count. Yeah, I mean, that's it. Uh, what did uh, Evaldi go with today? I think he went five. Yeah, I and mean, he threw 76 pitches. You know, that's all you can do. 